Your On The Mark podcast is loading now. The On The Mark podcast is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company, family-owned dealership since 1915, 4th Street in Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, on Routes 11 and 15 Hummel's Wharf. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1 800 795 9565 or email on the mark at WKOK.com. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark, Mark Lawrence and Ben Reichley. So, we lost your bassist this week. You're still upset oh, about this. Boy. Oh. Waiting for the bus. And Jesus went down to I know. speak up. Nope, lost uh, Dusty Hills. Easy top bassist, yes. Hmm. yes. Okay, that's uh, a sad set there. But as our, our, our folks, as our pre, pre-morning prep goes for the show, we're talking music. Am I turning your voice up, your headphones I hope up? so. Okay. So. All right. Well, welcome on board, everybody. WKOK's live telephone talk show. I'm Mark Lawrence. Mr. Ben Reichley is with us. Good conservative local businessman, Republican committee person, not a natural born listener, but uh, we get him to sit down and uh, <laughs> ponder. We force him to listen. No, I hear. Song. I hear only. <laughs> I guess that's what it is. I don't know what it is, but uh, yeah, we're glad you're on board. Thank you for coming in. Uh, you'll be here next week for a Financial Friday where we take the pulse of the U.S. economy, which is slowing a little bit. Right. have a little bit of information on the U.S. economy right now, so we'll, we'll get to that uh, during the show. As we talked about earlier and people opened up to the show, what are they talking about? The uh, passing of Dusty Hill, legendary, legendary bassist for the uh, great blues rock and roll band ZZ Top. Uh, for the younger folks, they knew them in the... I would say the MTV years, 1980 on, with uh, some very interesting videos. But for those traditionalists, they were a Texas blues band. Some of the most interesting music comes out of Texas. Uh, great, great, great rock and roll and blues people out of Texas. Uh, you talk about uh, Joe Ely and some of the other, uh, Marsha Ball, some of the people you really don't hear of. I mean, you hear of the Stevie Ray Vaughns. And they're the from Johnny, Texas. Yeah, Johnny yeah. and Edgar okay. Winters. If they're not from Texas, they migrated there and became Texans. <laughs> became te- well, you hear and that. Janis uh, Joplin, one of the more famous ones. Well, and uh, Stevie Ray Vaughan used to talk about the fact that uh, while he was from Texas, the band was from Texas, the uh, influence of Zydeco was woven into their oh. rock and roll. Oh, uh, you, you moved so. into that East Texas. Texas market, uh, when I say market, when I'm looking at the business profiles, but you go to East Texas, you want to have some cultural fun, East Texas into West Louisiana, into Cajun country, and then right into uh, New Orleans. Uh, great, great time on businesses down there, and it was uh, a lot of fun doing the social side too. But uh, great, great music out of that uh, that Gulf of Mexico area, meaning East Texas and uh, Louisiana. All right, I want to talk about my next truck. It's going to be the F one fifty. I'm thinking maybe the King Ranch or the Lariat. I'm going to buy Ben one while I'm over there ordering one up at the Sunbury Motor Company. He's getting uh, the Platinum or the Limited. So we got to make a couple of choices here. 
But these are the shiniest and newest trucks. They're coming available. They got some new ones over at the Sunbury Motor Company, so they're ready to go. And they are priced to deal, as they have always done. They are a volume dealer, so uh, you see the great sticker price that's on there. Always a reasonable cost to start out with, but the Sunbury Motor Company doing some wheeling and dealing. I saw a brand new F-150 there, right around 40 grand. So, you know, I know you think, that's high, but I'll tell you what, that's the price of a great truck these days. And uh, the truck I ordered is 50-something. The truck I ordered for Ben was 60-something, but that Mm -hmm. can carry uh, over 4,000 pounds in the bed, let alone its uh, tongue weight. So that's why we got him a little bit higher payload. But uh, I invite you to do what I've done. Check out the Sunbury Motor Company online or order up what you need from the Sunbury Motor Company. Just do that at sunburymotors.com, or you can do as I've done. I spoke to Jason down there recently, but we also talked to Jeff Clock. We talked to Ernie and Austin over at the Kia dealer. That's where my new Telluride is going to be coming in very shortly, and uh, that's a perfect vehicle. It's got the big moon roof in it, all-wheel drive, dark interior, light exterior, and that's a super-looking truck with extra chrome, too. So you're not thinking of breaker, breaker? I'm not buying an 18-wheeler. I don't put my CB back in the trucks anymore. (laughs) 23-wheeler? No, 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 no. no. That's the Sterling trucks. They still service them. They they still have the Sterling trucks there, but you and uh, President Biden could be breaker, breaker, good buddy. Uh, Oh, the truck. President Biden. Yeah, what a gaffe. Oh, my gosh, the poor guy. All right. Well, anyway, yeah, we can talk about that. We did discuss that uh, gossipy thing yesterday, but uh, we'll (laughs) take... Well, one of our good listeners says, isn't that funny? When Trump did it, it was a blatant lie. When uh, Biden does it, it's gossip. So, uh, okay. <laughs> All right. 1-800-795-9565. Please do as I've done. Go to sunburymotors.com. All right. Uh, 1-800-795-9565 is our open telephone line. Uh, you can email us at onthemarketwkok.com. We have three emails pending. No texts yet. Those get sent to 70236. Make sure first thing you do... You you got the keyword OTM, then you're limited to 150 characters. If you go over that, it curtails it. So, uh, you know, that's just a little bit longer than the old original tweet length. So, yeah, don't fill up the well, screen. I you were pulling a Facebook and censoring what you didn't want to hear. <laughs> <laughs> Well, they're a private business. They are allowed to censor anything uh, they darn well wish to. What? So, do we get stock in Sunbury Broadcasting? They're not well, a private business. You know, I see what you're saying, but you know, uh, why is it that Pennsylvania Gas and Water Company is a private company, but they are regulated as a utility? But Facebook is uh, far more pervasive than the natural gas companies, but they're not considered a utility. Two thirty. Two thirty. Got to let it grow. Once it grew, it became uh, the two thirty. Yeah, the regulation two thirty. Oh, that that thing. Regulation two thirty is down south. What they call Kudzo. You ever see that Kudzo? Kudzo. They call it some different things. It's it's ground cover. They brought it over from Asia somewhere. It's an invasive vine. Yeah. So they planted it and they covered the ground. Problem is, it started covering everything else. So under two thirty, social media was able to grow. And now they're covering everything else in their censorships. And if somebody can say that is not, that is incorrect, please call in. 1-800-795-9565. Stan did that about five minutes ago, but now he gets to talk <laughs> on the radio. Good morning, sir. Good morning. Uh, curious things happening around here, down in this country. Down in Texas, Governor Abbott, he uh, signed an executive order telling the Texas Department of Safety, you know, the Texas Rangers, whoever, that if they see a bus transporting illegals 
from the government, you know, the federal government is transporting these illegals that come across the border all over the state, that they are to stop them if they have reasonable uh, suspicion that the people on it are carrying COVID, which a lot of them are coming across the border. And now we have the fine Department of Justice, you know, the Attorney General, going threatening to sue the state of Texas because they're the Texas is looking out for the safety of their citizens. Well, it's uh, remember it's the Republic of Texas, and they feel like they're the. Uh, uh, there's 49 states, and there's the Republic of Texas, <laughs> but they are doing what any leader. And most political leaders seem to, uh, you know, put the proverbial finger in the wind. But what they're doing is they're doing what the you Department do. of Justice is doing this. Uh, well, no, no, the state of Texas, the Republic okay. of Texas, okay. under quote unquote state of Texas, they're doing it to protect their citizens. And it is, folks, and Stan, you researched this, so I know you. It is far worse, and Mary, maybe Larry G from Texas can give us a quick email. It is far worse than you think it is. It it, it is beyond chaos. It, it it's it's it's. And Mark, I think I heard a couple of days ago you were talking. I just heard a couple of minutes while I was traveling, where you said, "No, no, they're not opening up gates and letting people in." Well, yes, they are. They lined people up literally and brought them in by two. I mean, it was it was a, a version of Noah's Ark bringing people into the United States. It is it, it, it's it's so absurd, and they're allowing this to go on. But the the Republic of Texas, state of Texas, the people down there are very frustrated, and also, folks. It's coming to a town near you. It's coming to a borough near you. They're putting these people on buses. They're loading them up. They're putting them on airplanes. They're loading up, and they're sending them into the country. Uh, so uh, it, 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 it's, it's tragic what they're doing. And the humanity part, to, to allow these people to, uh, to come to that border and have to make that trek, the people who are making money are the coyotes and the cartels. And the Biden administration be, should be ashamed. Trump administration addressed it. It was on the right tracks. But the Biden administration should be ashamed what they're doing to people. And remember, this isn't three countries. I believe they're up to about 114 different countries that they have people coming in from. Including Europe. So it's all around yeah. the globe. Yeah, I think it is a crisis. Uh, the uh, Biden administration hasn't uh, fixed it. Uh, I've been a wall fan all along. I certainly try to do a little bit more than some of my neighbors do, and that's recognize the humanity of what's involved and really try to address that as much as possible. But uh, homeland security is a prime national issue that's being ignored. We certainly know that uh, if there's gates that's being opened with folks lined up, well, there's 100 places where there's no gate and just some fencing or maybe just a marker and folks are getting by there. So I, I think this is a ripe opportunity. And if I were Joe Biden, uh, well, let me rephrase that. If I, if I were president, what I would do is I would do absolutely positively everything that can be done to shore this up. Because it, even if it costs a gazillion dollars, at least you're doing what President Trump said he was doing. He said, look, these are things we have to do. We're going to do them. We're going to build walls. We're going to do all these things because this is what, how it has to be. Um, I just think this is a crisis unaddressed on the southern border. I try to be far, far more cognizant of the human factor that's involved here. But at the same time, uh, no nation anymore just opens borders and lets people through. 
tech in one technical sense, our borders not open, but certainly many. Uh, now it's in the millions of individuals since President it's, Biden took office. It's are, inhumane. Uh, inhumane. Are in the U.S. Right. I agree. It's uh, it, across the board. It's a significant unaddressed crisis. Stan, we will let you continue. What else would you like to say about this or another topic? Well, I think it's more than a crisis. I think it's criminal because, mm-hmm. first of all, you got these people coming in, the women and children. And a large percentage of those women are being raped and assaulted on their way north. All right? So that's criminal acts. You got the coyotes trafficking these people in into this country under, uh, well, they got to pay these people, okay? Well, most of them don't have the money to pay the coyotes to get them across the border. So then they put them in basically indentured servitude. Once they get in here, they set them up in wherever they set them up in the towns and stuff working for them, whether it's a sex trade or, you know, whatever. So they, so they have to pay them back because they have family still probably in the country they came from. And these people know that. The coyotes know that. The cartels know that. And they threaten these people that if you don't pay up, we will harm your family. So these people are in, in servitude, which is basically slavery. So in my opinion, and to some people say, well, that's radical, the Biden administration is promoting slavery, okay? No doubt about it. If they're allowing this to go on, they're promoting slavery and human trafficking. And until they stop it, and Abbott is trying to stop it. He wants to build a wall where he can on private property, where he gets permission from the landowners. They want to, they want to complete the wall construction where they can. And he, now, the, the, the state of Texas, you know, he, he's asking for donations for people from wherever, around the world, around the country. He doesn't care. And he's also taking money from the state of Texas. So Texas taxpayers are, you know, they have skin in the game here because they're also being invaded. You know, the people are coming across private property. They're destroying private property. And and, and not only that, they're putting these people COVID positive out into the the neighborhoods of the state. Oh, and they're, you know, moving them around the country by plane and bus. You know, and, and yet our fine president complains. That, oh, we have to mask up indoors, even if you're fully vaccinated, which, hey, I thought if you were fully vaccinated, you were safe. You were good to go. But no, now he wants everybody, you know, getting masked up. And if you don't want to do that, and if you're not vaccinated, then you're going to go through, you know, testing daily, whatever. Well, he's bringing the stuff in here. How, how do you expect to stop it if you continuously leave the border open? But he keeps the border closed between Canada, and he officially says that people can't come into this country from Mexico until the end of August. Yeah, yeah. Look, look at the legal immigration side of this, and it gets to be just, just absurd that we're not allowing legal immigration because of COVID, but you look at the southern border. But this is part... I say this. This is part of the platform that uh, Saul Alinsky, you know, rules for radicals. You've got to break the United States from the inside. you got to break, break it system. from the inside. And, uh, you know, this is what some people and, – and please, folks, call in and tell us why this uh, this border crisis is, is good for America. Uh, so, I mean, please, Democrat. please tell us. And, then, you know, and also, too, please call us and tell us why Los Angeles County – which is about 82% Democrat, and they're having a COVID situation because Republicans didn't get vaccinated? 
All right, one eight hundred. Stan, thank you so much. Appreciate your viewpoints. As uh, Ben uh, aptly pointed out, if you have a response to this, uh, give us a buzz. One eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. You got some solutions, got some answers. It is a nearly open day, so you can talk about something else if you so choose. So we have Doug Mastriano being turned back at yet another county around here, or at least now it's official that Tioga County is turning thumbs down to uh, this forensic audit that involves tampering with your machines in such a manner that they lose their certification. Are you allowed to look at any voting machines ever again? Because as soon as you must look at them, they become what they, something untouchable. Melts in, yeah, melts right, inside they them and they don't work again. Right. So that's a perfectly <laughs> valid question. Well, okay, yeah, we say Doug Mastriano wants to tamper them with an unapproved company. Okay, that's fine. What company is approved? What individual? Mm-hmm. Let's suppose you live in Tioga County. Can you participate in an examination of the machines with a qualified person or by a qualified person? So uh, that's, an, that's a valid question. If you have unanswered questions about the election, where could you get those answers? You certainly don't want, you know, Lawrence's worthless high-tech company doing it. Okay, I get that. But, uh, you know, is there a nonpartisan company out there that does this? Well, the Department how, of State does it, but they're partisan. Yeah, but how do you ever, ever, what, what's the criteria to ever look at voting? Right. To I mean, I don't, care, I don't care who, for which side it is. I mean, and again, shouldn't the Biden administration say, hey, let's open up every... Battle, you know, let, let's see exactly. You know, we won, and we won, so we're going to show it to everybody. Let's just open these up. Let, let's do all the forensic tests we need to do right. and prove that uh, that uh, Joe Biden, you know, even with his 18-wheeler pulling right into the White House, belongs there. That's how they hold all the Democratic emergency ballots around. <laughs> That's why he had to have a CDL uh, so he could hold emergency ballots. Him and Corn Pop. 1-800-795-9565. Call us now just at this point moment, we're talking about Doug Mastriano's efforts, which he reiterated yesterday that, yes, the opening of the election machines is one aspect, but there's about 20 other aspects of his forensic audit, which Tioga County says, no, thank you, they're not interested in that. York County says, probably not. Philadelphia County's scheduled to do their response <laughs> today, but I bet it's not going to be an unequivocal, oh my gosh, yes. Mm-hmm. So we'll they're, see. They're, they're bringing in cheesesteaks and pretzels, and they're going to work through the day. one 800 What's your view on that. Of course, we have the January 6th hearings started this week, so you got to hear uh, about uh, how uh, many of the MAGA people who say they're not racist referred to one of the officers as a effing N-word, so that seems like a racist term, but I am a little sensitive to that, so what's your view on that? 1-800-795-9565. One of our listeners sends us a note uh, on the topic of COVID. Over one quarter of Los Angeles's new cases of the coronavirus are among vaccinated people, according to the public health director. So this is not just a uh, pandemic of the unvaccinated. Uh, certainly, you don't want to question any public health official anymore. In Los Angeles. Or wherever. Or anywhere, anywhere. Okay. All right. 1-800-795-9565. What's your view on these important topics? Email us at onthemark at WKOK.com. We'll be right back. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience 
experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle's worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way? The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. Right, uh, we can talk about Lou Barletta visited our area yesterday. We got one call waiting and another one coming in. One eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. Yeah, Lou Barletta was in our area yesterday. Uh, here's the Associated Press version of. Uh, what uh, is happening in Tioga County, a rural Pennsylvania county, formally declined to participate in the forensic investigation of the state's 2020 presidential election sought by backers of former President Donald Trump, dealing another blow Thursday to prospects for a months-long spectacle of the kind playing out in Arizona. The three commissioners in Republican-controlled Tioga County had said two weeks ago that they would not allow third-party access to their voting machines for fear of them being decertified in a Thursday letter to Republican State Senator Doug Mastriano, the commissioners declined his request at this time because they need new voting machines paid for and delivered within three weeks. As Mastriano's Saturday deadline for counties to comply approaches, Senate Republican leaders have been silent about whether they support it. It has sowed discord in the Republican caucus, and one publicly blasted it, saying it only favored a handful. It's only favored by a handful of my colleagues. Who's, oh, yeah. Here we go. Dan Laughlin of Erie, who is probably also going to run for governor next year, uh, says he does not favor the statewide forensic audit. All right. Well, again, how, how do you how oh. do you do an audit? I'm sorry, we are, we're almost out of time for this hour, and two people are waiting. Sorry, guys. We'll start with Lance. Lance, you get two minutes. Skippy, stand by. You get another two minutes. Or you get two minutes. Go ahead, Lance. Oh well, okay. Tioga County isn't the Tioga County we knew and loved years ago. It's a case study in what happens about the urban exodus. Uh, some years ago, my brother uh, built his uh, dream home by himself, just about, in uh, Tioga. And, well, now taxes are absolutely through the roof. And uh, there's uh, all folks coming in and, uh, you know, doing the crime. And I wouldn't be surprised if people brought their politics with them. And soon there were ordinances and all kinds of things going on. So when they say rural, it's not rural anymore, believe me. Oh, that's it on that front. And all this stuff going on with uh, liberals taking COVID-positive people and exporting them totally through the whole country like that, that's no more stupid than everything else they do. And there's a uh, book by Michael Savage. I always thought, well, that's a little harsh. Liberalism is a mental disorder. I'm beginning to believe it. Okay. All right. We got you, Lance. Thank you so much. Uh, Skippy, you get two minutes as well. Thank you for calling in. Right. Skippy from Center County. Uh, I listened to Biden's speech yesterday, and when he started whispering, I started snoring. Uh, 
I think Joe should run his proposed speech just past the teachers' union before he speaks. He's forgetting who elected him. Oh, did he and say then so? Alan, <laughs> did he I'm sorry, go ahead. Did he accidentally speak the truth again? Well, that, that, that's rare. <laughs> In Allentown's speech earlier this week, he claimed that labor unions created the middle class. And like a true Marxist, Biden wants to have class distinctions, then we can have class warfare. Because without classes, there can be no class warfare, and Joe will have to switch to critical race theory and race war. And, you know, we convinced the labor unions to elect Joe, and then we stabbed them in the back by canceling the Keystone XL pipeline, knowing full well that by re-election day, union workers will have forgotten Biden's double cross. Well, and I think, we Demo- I think we Democrats just have to keep the pot boiling. You know, never waste a crisis, they say. Yeah, I think both sides really are suffering from a disease of mental illness that relates to political extremism, whether it's conservatism or uh, liberalism. I know one good conservative who calls us says anybody who opposes him is un-American. And to me, that's un-American, this idea that you can just select people who disagree with you. And, of course, Skippy, you have named, uh, what, about five different categories of good people, but you did not call in and say, well, these individuals, while they suffer from mental illness are not un-American. And, you know, to that end, I think, you know, we're in an abyss. I've been saying all along our republic is threatened by this, and uh, I think we need to pull out. Well, Skippy, let me ask you this, uh, you as a Democrat. What, what does the Democratic Party stand for, and who is technically the leader of the Democratic Party? Because you have a president, but he does not seem to be the leader of the party. Well, he claimed during the debates that he was the Democratic yes, Party, and I'm did. thinking, what am I, chop liver? Yes. And uh, by the way, Article 4, Section 4 of the Constitution says that, uh, uh, that the uh, federal government will protect the states from invasion. Yes, and Texas and, and seems to so, be uh, out there on their own. Right. The federal government, though, is required by Article 4, Section 4, and it doesn't say what branch of the federal government, but obviously it can't be the, the uh, judicial branch, and obviously it can't be the you know, legislative branch. It has to be the executive branch. Therefore, President Biden, our commander-in-chief, is derelict in his duties. Skippy, we're out of time. You're welcome to call no, back. Thank you so much for points. checking in. Very good points by a Democrat. Yep, appreciate your viewpoints. Thank you. All right, 1-800-795-9565. We will have nearly open phones during the 9 a.m. hour. We'll start out with news headlines, but some of them are conversation starters. So you watch, <laughs> listen to the news, and maybe you'll, when you're yelling at the radio, dial our number first. This is WDKOK Sunbury. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1-800-795-9565 or email onthemark at wkok.com. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark, Mark Lawrence and Ben Reichley. Greetings. Welcome on board. WKOK's live telephone talk show. On the Mark, Mark Lawrence here. Mr. Ben directly across from me and adamantly opposed to all the common sense democratic liberal ideas that I think of on this show. (laughs) But he has uh, his view on things, too, I suppose. You can text us both at uh, 70236. Include the keyword OTM. One of our good listeners uh, did 
exactly that. And good. let me good. call that up. Uh, if I can we are having a uh, we're having a ping pong match among our our ideals and our opinions. Correct. One of our listeners says the reason Pennsylvania counties are backing off on an audit of the 2020 election is the threat by the Democratic SOS to decertify their voting machines. They can't afford it. Yeah, well, it's, it's, it's extortion in a do- in different way. So if you open up a machine, all of a sudden they're decertified, then the county has to go spend money. And it's, it's a, you know, it's a, you know the, the folks that protested in the 60s about Big Brother and government control and government overreach. Now, it seems like if they are in a controllable way, it's okay. So, uh, yeah, look who, look who's in charge and look at the hypocrisy from where they once came from. And it's very <laughs> interesting to see what happens. But, uh, no, Mark, a ping pong of ideals. We'll go back and forth. And if anybody's seen the Olympics... Those ping pong players are really playing ping pong. That's so, crazy. Uh, yeah, so that's not how we played it that in the means, basement. That means, you know, if, if we took calls and voiced our opinions as as well as those uh, folks played ping pong, we'd get a hundred calls in at a show. But uh, no, it uh, you know between uh, what's going on at the border, what we just talked about uh, last week uh, about the Democrat, a uh, Democrat called in and talked about Joe Biden's uh, inconsistencies. You know, it could be coming when he's double clutching, or uh, or getting his uh, you know his break, uh, uh, Jake, Jake break, break on, and you know, <laughs> rid- and, and he, you know, and remember right. he, he's on the he's on the CB there, ten, you know, breaker breaker ten four. Hey, hey Barry, Barry, breaker breaker ten four. You got your ears on there, Barry? I, yeah, I love the cartoon in the Enquirer today. It's. Uh, Breaker, breaker, come on, man. <laughs> well, yeah, he's a breaker, breaker, Barry, 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 you got your ears on? Then you Help have, me out here. Then you got President Obama come out. Go, Give me an idea. Joe, yes, Joe, but Joe, just Stay remember, off the radio. Joe, All I, right. I'm, 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 I'm the president, Joe. Uh, you're just sitting in the chair right now. <laughs> breaker, breaker, oh, here we, we go. Ten four here. I got, I got to go. Michelle and I are walking down to the beach here. Watch uh, your Martha's feet. Vineyard. Watch your feet. Jill got hurt yesterday on uh, Rehoboth. 70236 is our text number. Include the keyword OTM and then an important message. 150 characters is the limit. Uh, you can email us at onthemarketwkok.com. Our toll-free line open, 1-800-795-9565. You have some words about things that are happening around the central Susquehanna Valley. We have National Night Out that's coming up mm-hmm. on Monday night in our area in Sunbury. And then the following week, in Sealands Grove, so we have some activities. We'll you see. You and your wife are going to take we'll that as date night. And see you at those. Uh, yeah, Northumberland doesn't have one anymore. I guess we go out to Point Township if they still have one out there. I don't know, but uh, yeah, we'll see you at Lemonade Day in Nori. That's what mm. we look forward to. But uh, we talked about the U.S.-Mexico border is still as a crisis unaddressed and has all kinds of uh, aspects to it that involve really the entire country. Uh, one of our good listeners says Tioga County is no longer rural. It is in fact gone Democrat. So I didn't <laughs> I didn't know rural was a political party, but nonetheless, it's uh, I, I now Democratic. It, I think it was the uh, influx of uh, uh, liberals that the uh, caller was discussing. Is that discussing. what it was? Okay. So it yeah, might no, still be on the rural side. I mean, I'll throw this out, too. Let's talk about the CDC slash science or 
political science. <laughs> Which is <laughs> the CDC science. telling us? All right, we had one of our good Democrats listeners call in from Center County and talk about bad Democrats. So we would just love to hear from you. What's your view on some of these topics? Nominate another one. Uh, this week we talked about the Amish. My uh, terribly wrong observation was that we could not summarize whether the Amish were infected or not by COVID, wearing masks or not, or getting the vaccine or not, simply because it is not a COVID or it is not a cohesive group. It's just uh, really a million people across Pennsylvania, each and every one of them completely different from the next. I will say this, and I know this is a broad brush, but I'm not sure I've ever seen a Mennonite or Amish person that didn't look healthy. Right, and one of our good listeners says I mean, they are they are soul of the earth when it comes to work ethic and doing things. But boy, it seems like maybe they can. Uh, they're like Chuck Norris; they ward off they ward off any uh, any sickness. One of our listeners sends us a note says this should give it the definitive answer. On the internet, there's a site called Virtual Rail Fan, Rail Fan for folks who like trains. They have cameras at many locations throughout the country, including our own. Horseshoe Curve. One, uh, <laughs> one, uh, one is at a town in Missouri called La Plata, where there is a rage Amish community. I see them boarding Amtrak all the time wearing masks required by a mountain question. So thank you, Dave, for that. I don't get some of your remarks, but uh, suffice to say that if you can see on the rail fan camera that uh, some um, Amish get on the train wearing masks, there must be some somewhere that are wearing masks. I think that's probably what he's saying. Well, if if it's required to ride the train, uh, you know, people do what's needed to be done when it's needed to be done. All right. Uh, We got a survey this week from... Not all, but most. Got a survey this week from Congressman Keller. Now, this is... uh, Usually his surveys are a little one-sided, but this one is a little bit more objective. Maybe uh, a real demographer helped him do it. It says, This week, President Biden will travel to Pennsylvania to promote his administration's $3.5 trillion budget proposal, spending that many are concerned will raise taxes on businesses and workers and pile more debt on future generations. Do you agree that we must rein in big government spending and get Americans back to work? Well, yes. So that's a good survey. And here's the thing. Right now, we just talked about the economy grew at 6.5%. There's an article in our local paper, and there's articles and and discussion all over. They predicted it should be about 8%. So we're a little bit below, but the economy is growing. Consumer spending's up almost to 12%. So we got the economy moving. Get out of the way. We do not need more spending. We do not need more money from the government. It's let the people, let the economy come back naturally. It's it's the scenario where if you keep putting the Band-Aid over the wound, it (laughs) never heals. You got to get air, and we need to let the economy naturally get back. Get out of the way. You covered it up with so many bandages, you can't even find out that it healed on its own. All right, 1-800-795-9565. Interesting observation. We'd love to hear from you on these topics. Some very brief news headlines. A reminder to uh, folks who travel on Front Street and Sunbury. Front Street will close tomorrow for 10 days. Uh, Reagan Street is also already closed. And uh, the Shikolami Avenue, Arch Street, Forest Street, and Chestnut Street detours will be posted. There's also 100. It's got to be at least 100 other detour signs all over. Closing town. on Saturday? 
uh, yeah, they're going to start because they want to work through two weekends because traffic oh, volume is less on the weekend on Front Street. So that way they get two weekends when the volume is yeah. less and fewer weekdays good when volume them. is more. So. Good for them. Any other people should realize that. Now, I realize the people of Northumberland have very little sympathy, empathy for <laughs> the people of Sunbury complaining. Welcome to our life. Yeah. But uh, you know what? Good good for the coordination of that. Do it on the weekends. Uh, well, and lots of notice, good. too. We've good. known for a while this yeah. is coming. Signage in me, town. It's hard to get anybody from Northumberland County to say, oh, geez, we're sorry for you. <laughs> After <laughs> well, we, we see, two and a uh, half years of this. Well, and Nori's big road project involved planting of trees, but I don't see trees on Chestnut Street in Sunbury, so maybe that still has to happen. Uh, I think uh, trees or rose bushes of some sort would be No rose there. bushes. We need trees. Okay. We need shade. Optional masking is the plan in the Shikolami School District, and virtual learning will continue. In a letter this week to the community, Superintendent Dr. Jason Bendel says that. As of now, masking will be on a voluntary basis. He says masks are still required on school buses and other district transportation as per federal guidelines. Dr. Bendel says the district will continue offering its cyber school model for students K-12. through Most students will be enrolled in the traditional five-day-a-week in-person classes at Shukalemi. A State Department of Health spokeswoman, the Acting Secretary of Health, Allison Beam, announced yesterday that a second-dose reminder text message will go out to a quarter-million Pennsylvanians who are waiting to get their second dose. While the recommendation is to get the second dose within 42 days for best results, it is never too late to get your second dose. You do not have to start over. The COVID numbers from Harrisburg, 1,000 new COVID-19 cases for the first time in a couple of months yesterday, 1,088 new cases, about a dozen in our area, half of which were in Union County. Evangelical Community Hospital has ended the period where they continuously had at least one COVID patient on board for about a year. They have no COVID-19 patients on board. Geisinger Danville has 11, 236 new doses of vaccine uh, jabbed in to local residents yesterday. Republican gubernatorial candidate Lou Barletta made another stop in our valley yesterday, meeting at the Winfield Fireman's Social Hall area, the old carnival grounds for a union county meet and greet with Lou Barletta, free and open to the public. It was his second stop around here. He'll be on On the Mark uh, coming up in the days ahead. If you haven't been defrauded, uh, if your name hasn't been used to get fraudulent unemployment compensation claims, you're in the minority in Pennsylvania, but the state says... It wasn't us. LNI Secretary Jennifer Barrier stresses that no breaches of the department's new unemployment compensation system are to blame for the filing of fraudulent UC claims, noting that they're the result of data breaches and hacks which have occurred outside of state government. Barrier says the new UC system has actually helped to identify fraudulent claims. Since the new UC system went live on June 8th, The Department of Labor and Industry has prevented over $1 billion from being paid to fraudsters. And this is using the things that we have in place within the new UC system that flag fraud. Barrier says UC claimants who suspect their victims of fraud should contact the department. 
Mark Sims, News Radio 1070 WKOK. No vax, no service. That's the message from some restaurants and bars across the country. Mm -hmm. Uh, CBS reporting today that the SOC City Winery uh, in New York is implementing a requirement that in order to get in the door, you have to be vaccinated. They said they don't want to go through another shutdown, so they're requiring vaccinations. In case you didn't hear, severe weather, including a tornado, pummeled Bucks County, Pennsylvania, yesterday, leaving a widespread trail of uh, damage, uh, damaged a new car dealer heavily in that in area. President Biden yesterday suggested that state and local governments use COVID-19 relief funds to give $100 to residents who get vaccinated and said federal workers will have to show proof of vaccination or face new restrictions in Is the that, workplace. Uh, retroactive? Don't know. Oh, I wish it were. Well, we, we've gotten so much free money from the government, it's hard to say. Well, that. Why stop now? Right. Yeah, <laughs> we need more. All right. And finally, uh, you've, you you know the only requirement to get a boat is that you have to go buy one. That doesn't mean you have to be able to know how to run it. And you've mm. seen people try to par- park their boats in slips. and You have to register it. Hit rocks. Well, yeah, but that it doesn't require competency. And it <laughs> must have looked like that yesterday at the International Space Station when the Russians had yes. trouble docking their new spaceship. And like pressing the gas instead of the brake, they accidentally <laughs> fired thrusters instead of de-thrusters as they ran into the space station and knocked it out of orbit. It uh, floated wildly for about 47 minutes and lost connection with the ground because the antennas weren't uh, facing the wrong or the right direction. Finally, the crew was able to get it back in the proper direction, dock the Russian ship without further incident, mm-hmm. regain communications, and they all went out to yeah. inspect the damage. And after that, the Michigan control group all went to the restrooms. Oh, yeah, they exchanged names and gave each other the uh, names. Of no, the I heard about company. that, and that's a push. You want to talk about hitting the wrong button at the wrong time? Uh, that would certainly uh, certainly make your vodka taste uh, not as good as it should. All right, 1-800-795-9565. we got one caller waiting, another one coming in. We'll take a quickie break, and then callers go on the radio. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle's worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way? The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. All right, now we're back on the radio, 1-800-795-9565. Chris, thank you for waiting. I appreciate that. It's better you go after the break than before it. So you, please, go right ahead. Please give us some factual information. Some factual information? Well, the Tioga County population has gone down every year but one since 2013. 
Okay, so it's going so down, but it's becoming I, if, more uh, liberal. If uh, all these liberals are moving in, I guess all the conservatives have been moving out in equal numbers or something. Dying off, dying off. Yeah, it doesn't mm-hmm. sound like it's changed very much. Nobody leaves Tioga County maybe voluntarily. Maybe all the kids leave and all the retired liberals move in, maybe. I don't know. Sounds like a fantasy. Once you live there, you never go home. Yeah. And uh, the voting machines talk about hypocrisy. Uh, when the Republicans uh, weren't allowed within 15 feet of voting, they had all sorts of crazy theories about how the Democrats were cheating. Now they want to have the machines opened by non-qualified partisan people to do with what they want and then have them put back again. There are people that are certified to do election audits who have experience on it, but the Republicans haven't been choosing any of those people to do them yet. Well, they probably have a liberal, t- those approved ones probably have a liberal taint. Oh, I, I guess because only liberals want like accuracy, maybe. Maybe that's the reason. Who knows? But anyway, they apparently are certified auditors and whatnot, but they don't have those groups doing the audits. And they don't have them doing them openly. They don't have bipartisan people there. So, you know, who's, 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 who's being honest here and who's being dishonest? Okay, well, then we'll move on to another subject. Uh, <laughs> ben, ben is not going to respond to that. He knows you're right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, the, the Biden administration is following the law on, uh, on the immigra- immigrants. And they're trying to do it in an orderly manner instead of uh, the the, uh, Trump administration was trying to do things illegally and mean and using and slowing everything down and jamming up the system. Uh, you, and that you know, was by law or by executive and order. Therefore, uh, make their numbers look good. No, it's, it's by they law. Were, there were just people living on the other side of the border. No, by law or executive order. What? By law or executive order. What are you saying? Well, when you say when you say they're following the law, the law or executive order. The, the they're law following about executive uh, order. That, if uh, uh, how 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 you treat people who aren't uh, uh, legal immigrants get to this country when they ask for asylum. And and the Trump administration had the Mexico scenario where you stay in Mexico until you're asylum there. And as we see, Chris, yeah, I don't care how you want to what you, could do what you want to butter asylum. it up with. Uh, there's there's nothing you can put on this that uh, is going to make it edible. It is it is bad. It is rancid. Uh, yes, the yes. You, you have all your adjectives and and you have all your facts. Like, what is this high rate of rape, by the way? I admit, admit they're rapes, and it's probably fairly high, but you act like you know what it is. You I, and the callers, they always say, I, I've never rape. talked. I've never okay, talked about the rip, what, rapes. What I've talked is about it, is, is the one percent of the women. Is it is one percent? Is it ten percent? Twenty percent? Eighty percent? Fifty percent? Chris, Tell me. Chris, as as you usually do, you filibuster so you. Do not want no, information. So here's me, what I'm me. saying is you can get there. There has to be a large percentage of rapes due to the fact that when women are coming over 
they are being giving birth control at high rates, and that's that's from the border people. So you can find they're out in that. So you so mean again, Chris. Birth control? Yes. So what happens is this is what, a what, inhumane what kind of birth control. Uh, you can you can look you, you can look on the uh, the birth control pills that they're giving on the way up on the way out, and you can look at the garbage and the rubbish that they find, and you can see. You know, different types of pills are proof of rape. Chris, why would they give young ladies birth control pills on the way up and on and when they get to the border? Now that's reported by the border. You can you can look on their websites. You can dig into this. The other part is the inhumane treatment by the coyotes and the cartels of just the people in general. Okay, you want to you want to have buses go down there and pick them up then? No, they should not be oh, allowed to come into. The doing it. No, they're not. They should be turned away, and and then they have to go back through the cartel by the cartel. No, they should never be leaving, Chris, because the Trump administration addressed the okay, problem so with the triangle buses, countries. Uh, to, to do it, you no, Chris. Interview them at the embassy and then no. send them up on buses. They, they should be applying like any other country. They're they're going to the embassies. And they're coming in and saying, listen, I want to so seek asylum in what, your country. What they should do. What should we do? That's what I we should be what doing. Should That's do. what we should be doing, Chris. We should do, be doing what Costa Rica and Belize does for those countries. We should, we should not have a different policy for Canada and Mexico than we have for the Triangle Country. We should not have a Cuban policy that this administration is not behind. That's oh, what yeah, we should that's be doing. another thing I want to bring up that's talked about on this program a lot. The Cuban situation, that we're always, the Democrats are always accused of, oh, the Democrats just want these people in so they can vote, vote Democratic, but of course they can't if they're not legal citizens, and that takes a long time, even if they get accepted, right? But Cubans, they had a different rule for them, wet foot, dry foot. They could come in if they got here and stay and become legal citizens easily and vote. And they were voting Republican. But you don't say, oh, we were only letting the Cubans in because they voted Republicans. Democrats don't say that. Well, why is the... Why 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 do you guys say, oh, yes, they were only letting these other people in because they might vote Democrat in, what, 20 years down the line if they manage to stay in the country? The immigration policy should be consistent, and we should be able to adjust policies for the Cubans benefit. You like that. To be, no, to right, benefit Chris, the American the American immigration system should be beneficial to Americans. All right, we got to get another call okay, going, Chris. That's about as good as your voting machine argument. Thank Chris, you. as Bye. usually, your Thank information you, is right. as good. One eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five one of our good listeners says, Chris, why do you oppose the rule of law? These people coming across the border illegally are breaking yeah. the law. Yeah, and and you have some people whose arguments are, you know, what they feel is correct and what we see in reality is incorrect. Lance, you're on the mark. Thank you for calling us. Okay. The reason why there in Toyoga you'll see the uh, population drop was a whole lot of folks up there were getting up in years and a lot of them passed away. The I think a Mark, mark addressed that. Yeah, and the, yeah, and the folks that moved in were liberals from the city. My brother can show you half a dozen places right there in his township. 
And and, uh, and why would these liberals get away from the city if it's the mecca of socialism and democratic rule? And you know, believe believe me, uh, walk walk your dog in Atlanta at certain parks, and you know, unfortunately, tragedies happen. But you know, these cities are just bastions and meccas of coexisting and understanding, and 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 you're so safe there. Don't lock your doors. Don't take your keys out of your car if you live in Philly. Yeah. I, well, but what I'm saying here is what I was saying about it being a mental disorder, because what happens is they institute the same things where they move that uh, told them to move from the place that they were. Yeah, I think that's the definition of insanity. <laughs> I, it's got to be. I mean... But remember, Mark... Mark Mark has said this many times over, I hate to say Mark, now it's about 12 or 13 years. Uh, the mental disorder, Mark politely says, is called the vortex. <laughs> Correct, right. Mark? Your brain gets removed. Yeah. It's sad, but oh, yeah. we shouldn't make fun of it. All right. Well, Thank you, Lance. What else is on well, your mind today? Well, it's just that it really sums it up. It's one of them old gods of the copybook headings, uh, wisdom of the ages, uh, limericks or whatever. Our good old uh, British poet, and uh, says that when Ocasio's wet dreams are accomplished, and this brave new world begins, and everyone is paid for existing, and no one must pay for their sins, then surely as water will wet us, surely as fire will burn, the gods of the copybook headings with terror slaughter return and it's really it okay yeah you, know, you would listen to the progressive channel on uh xm or the uh <laughs> npr station out of san francisco <laughs> they're nuts i mean they really are it's going around all right well, thank you so much for, go ahead just about the 10 seconds here sure. and like for instance this modern monetary theory I mean, that says that That's scary. government can uh, do all the money they want to out there, and it doesn't affect anything. Mm-hmm. And reality is? And the reality is, all we do is look around the world where they did it, yes. like Argentina and yes. uh, Venezuela. Actually, Israel have tried it for a while, and it didn't work. At and some, they want to do it here. At some point, uh, the waiter or waitress comes over and puts a, a bill in front of you. <laughs> All right. Thank okay. you so much, Lance. Thanks for being a great listener and a great caller. Very much appreciated. We'll take more comers. 1-800-795-9565. we got one caller waiting, but we'll take more. 1-800-795-9565. Welcome back to the KOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the Mark. All right, we got callers waiting. We'll take more comers, though. 1-800-795-9565. Nearly open phones. We've been talking about the U.S. Uh, southern border and the mental illness that is called political extremism that uh, inhabits the brains of uh, both uh, Democrats and liberals or, and conservatives. It seems to be a bipartisan issue. Uh, what's your view on some of the topics we've talked about or something else? Oh, I have to do a big correction, as always. There 
there is a reason they call Lawrence's information worthless. Mm. They said National Night Out in Sunbury is Monday, which is another big fat lie. It is Tuesday. Okay. Tuesday. So so. Date night for you and your wife on Tuesday. Then? We'll go over and get some good uh, hot dogs. So, 1-800-795-9565, National Night Out. We'll see you there Tuesday night in Sunbury. Mike, thank you so much for waiting. You're more than patient. We appreciate that. Go right ahead. Oh, you're welcome. Uh, two things before I get on here. First of all, I have a very good friend and trusted co-worker who was sitting in a restaurant the other day up in Hazleton, and he said a bus came and dropped off a group of people. All None of them were uh, Caucasian. They were all, I guess, people, their, their term is brown. They call them brown people. Okay. So anyway, they were all brown people, and they all wore wristbands, and they got off the bus. They came into the restaurant, sat down at the tables. No one spoke English, and once they got seated, they cut their wristbands off. Okay, so where, where did they come from? I have no idea. Were they on a tour group from New York City to check out Hazleton? I doubt it. And then the other thing I want to bring up before I get on to my rant is there's not much that I remember that uh, Barack Obama said. You know, I, Well, I do remember in the in, interim time from when he was elected to took office, he wrote me in pretty good when he talked about, you know, uh, basic free market policies and how he wanted to grow the economy. And I said to myself, dang, I should have voted for this guy, you know. Well, once he took office and he came out with the, we are, you didn't build this and we are going to fundamentally change this country. He was not kidding. We are in the midst of a fundamental change. Uh, the Obama leftists, their fingerprints are all over this. And as far as this immigration, I do not believe that the majority of the people have a full understanding of what's going on. Now, if you watch just Fox or if you just watch the left programming, you're not going to have a full understanding. What has to happen is people need to know exactly what is transpiring. Hundreds of thousands of people from all over the world intermixed with people that are bad people, intermixed with people that have disease, intermixed with people that are potentially terrorists, trained subversives are coming across our border. Now, you're not going to get this information on our media. You have to study it. CNN, was when Biden was elected, CNN started broadcasting, or they were continuing to broadcast in Latin America and, and Spanish. They were telling people where the easiest ways are to get across the border, what places the checkpoints were the most lax. They were actually putting that information out. CNN, an American broadcasting company in Latin America, telling people where the best way to sneak in. Now, granted, many people coming across this border, they're coming here to work, to have a better life, to escape where they're coming from. But the reality is this. We have borders. We have a country. And if we're going to allow ourselves just to be overrun, and, and that, I mean, that's kind of an explosive statement to say overrun, but the reality is our borders are being overrun. Nowhere else in this country are people essentially being invited in, and you could argue with me about that, but the reality is there's a guy named Michael Yan. He, he speaks seven languages. He's an uh, ex-Special Forces guy, and I don't know what his life mission is other than travel around the world and keep his finger on the pulse of what's happening. He said he talked to these people in different languages, and he said, back in the spring, why are you coming now? And because, they said, because Joe Biden said we could. Now, did he come right out and say, hey, you could come? I don't know. 
But his word got to those people, and they are coming now. They're showing up in Hazleton. They're showing up in Erie, Pennsylvania. They're showing up in uh, apartments all over this country where uh, Caucasian people that escaped to Potter County or wherever you guys were talking about. So the fundamental change is taking place. Which way it's going to go, I don't know. Well, Mike, th- this has been going on for 30 years, even 40 years, back in the Reagan administration when he gave amnesty. And then they, you know, Reagan did a lot of positive things, but the one he just fell over himself over was they gave amnesty, but they didn't get the other side of it. They didn't shut the border down, shut illegal immigration down. And the Democrats just love it. And big businesses, don't be afraid, big businesses in this too for, for inexpensive, cheap labor. So, you know, you got, you got business people that are at the, uh, the heart of this matter also. But the inhumanity, we had a caller earlier, not understanding the inhumanity. What do you do? You shut the damn thing down. The Trump administration addressed it, and you see how people acted. You shut the border down. You shut, and then you figure out how you want to do legal immigration, work visas, green cards, tourist visas, student visas. You figure that out, and you make a better system because it has failed, and it is overrunning our country, and time will tell. Time will tell. We want, we want immigration to be safe, legal, and good for America. Yes. Okay, not just good for business. Not just good for the Democrats. We want it good for America. And the last thing I'm going to say, and again, I just ran into another person. The people that are most frightened, most concerned, and most scared about what they're seeing happening right now in this country are the ones that came from other countries that faced socialist takeovers and communist takeovers, and either they or their grandparents or their parents were lucky enough to get here. And I, I, they're, to me, they are the experts. They have more credibility than anyone sitting on a set at CNN or MSNBC, as far as I'm concerned. I'm going to listen to them and not those people. All right. Thank you so much, Mike. Thanks for calling in. You're welcome. 1-800-795-9565. Anybody else have any differing views out there? Give us a buzz. We've got a lot of Republican diatribes going on, which they are 100% welcome on the show. 1-800-795-9565. We have at least a couple good liberals out there, so give us a buzz. (laughs) 1-800-795-9565. I I don't count myself in that group. Half dozen, maybe Baker's dozen? 1-800-795-9565. Al, you're on the mark. Thanks for waiting. You're welcome. Good morning. Uh, the percentage of women getting raped is 30%, approximately. Coming from the border? That are in holding right now without their parents in crowded conditions. And that's, that's what I wanted to mainly call about. He didn't know the percentage, but... They're figuring 30% of them are raped. The children are abused on the way up. And if people get sick on the way up, they leave them behind, wherever they are. They they don't have time for them. They don't have time to nurse them, get them back together. You ju- you're just left behind. And they drop kids off in the desert. You've seen pictures of that. Uh, they, they don't show what's going on. What's going on is, is horrific, and it's a human disaster. And... Biden's finishing the last part of it by sending them to places like Hazleton, sending them all over this country, and that's running the COVID up 
And if you don't have a border, you don't have a country. And we won't know. We won't know the effects of this until it already happened. And now we're in trouble, and there's no return. No, we know the effects of this, uh, Al. You just go back to the 70s and the 80s, and you you take the Petri dish called California, and you see how abruptly it failed out there. Now, California was so strong that its economy survived. And, again, this is big businesses, too, that were using migrant workers in in, in despicable ways. So you you look at California— They might be indentured to a lot of these things. Well, businesses. to a degree, but you look at that. Even shoot, you had a governor of California, a Republican governor, that had the love child to an indentured servant. It seems like if you look at the history of that. So, but look at California and look at the overrun of services, schools, hospitals, communities, et cetera, et cetera, and you can see the situation that's not addressed. Legal immigration needs to be shut off. We need to have immigration policies that make sense for the United States, for its social and its economic scenarios, and also makes sense for the countries that are having people come in. Then you want to get into the political side of it, where people are seeking asylum because they're persecuted. Well, that's another segment of immigration, but we seem not to address it. Biden just turned everything around that Trump had under control. In June of last year, there was 30,000 that they counted at the border that came to the border to get in that were, you know, apprehended and filed, and they got a number, 30,000. This year, it's the same month, 180. We're on target, like I said the other day, for 2.3 million illegal aliens to enter the country through the southern border this year. Yeah, and they, and we've made it. The the Trump administration made the stay in Mexico policy with Mexico. It worked for Mexico. We paid them to have people stay in there, clear all your asylum uh, hurdles, then come in the United States, and then Mexico, then it's more efficient. Mexico, and people complained. Mexico, in, in some reports down there, are ready ready to start paying for the wall. Mexico's at war right now with the cartel, and if we would say they were a terrorist group, the cartel was a terrorist group and went after them, we'd be doing this hemisphere a favor. Very much a favor. And very much. And you look at also, too, the, the folks out there screaming that these people in the triangle, you know, the El Salvador's, Nicaragua's, you know, these are horrible countries. Look over the rate of time. Look, I believe the F, it was it the FBI with a international organization showed that crime is 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 going down in these countries. So again, what are they fleeing? They're being the cartels are making the money here. It's the business of immigration, and the cartels are making the money. Is it ten million dollars a day, twenty million dollars a day between the uh, humans and the drugs? Uh, folks, we're being taken for a ride down there, and it's it's bad. That calls in and he gets so excited, no, you can't really understand him. But I talked to the Greek before, and uh, I, I forget his name. But there was a, there's another one up in Bloomsburg too. I deal with on restaurant equipment, and they saw what happened to Greece. And I'm talking to these older guys that are 74, 75 that went through it over there, and they said the writing's on the wall. You people are doing the same thing that our government did. Handing all this money out, making all these beautiful concessions for maternity leave and child care, and then pretty soon 
you have a socialist country, and then it goes broke. All right, we got you, Al. Thank you so much. Where's Plato when you need him? 1-800-795-9565. We'd love to hear from folks. I am powerless to stop this kind of uh, conservative uh, viewpoint, so we'd love to hear from you. If you'd like to refute it, feel free. 1-800-795-9565. One of our good listeners sent us some percentages, says Tioga County Republican is about 74% and Democratic about 23%. In the last yeah. election. Now, we don't where know if that's... It? Where regist- was it 10 years ago? Probably about the same. percent You think? <laughs> I doubt it. Probably about the same. 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number. We'd love to hear from you. Give us a call. Uh, we are talking about uh, just how bad and uh, the mental health, uh, significant, persistent mental health issues that plague Democrats. And mm-hmm. I think, uh, you, as you have heard, it is plainly obvious it's impacting both sides. one 800 795-9565 is our telephone number. We'd love to hear from you. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle is worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way? The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. All right, last-minute callers, now's your time. 1-800-795-9565 is the open phone. You can email us at onthemarketwkok.com or text us at 70236. Include the keyword OTM. The U.S. House and Senate Thursday both approved a $2.1 billion supplemental security spending package that directs much-needed funding to the U.S. Capitol Police and National Guard. Uh, They, of course, are under strain following the January 6th attack on the Capitol. It bolsters federal efforts, too, to relocate Afghans who aided U.S. troops during the war in Afghanistan. No, not the blankets. These are the people from no, Afghanistan. It's a, it's, the, it's a year behind. It should have been done a year ago, six months ago. Mm-hmm. We knew we were pulling out at some time. Why isn't this coordinated before? The legislation passed the Senate with unanimous support on a 98-0 vote and then swiftly was taken up in the House and approved 416-11. to In the Senate, Republicans Roger Marshall of Kansas and Mike Rounds of South Dakota were absent from the vote. The White House backed the measure and its approval by Congress. Uh, so mm. Patrick Leahy of Vermont said, quote, we each might not have gotten everything we wanted, but on this specific issue, we got what the country needed, unquote. Jeez. Oh, and he said that with his hand over his heart. Right. So. Mitch McConnell's now doing COVID-19 vaccination, public service announcements. He's changed his tune and says, in fact, the vaccine works and people should get it and stop this pandemic. I never heard his tune was different. Oh, yeah. He, every, all of them conservatives were anti-vaxxers. So well, they were gotten vaccinated. It's the same. 
Well, I mean, I got to change their tune. Did I not get their memo? I don't know. Well, there's certain common sense Republicans that have gotten it, but the uh, the rest are uh, against it. Chris, you get 60 seconds. Go right ahead. Yeah. The American women just won the soccer and, and uh, shootout four to two. Where, where are the they? Netherlands play? in advance. Where's this? Oh, I tell you that the Olympics. Oh, I'd forgotten oh, all about oh, it. I'd forgotten forgot about that. Yeah, you're right. And, Good point. And I'm glad that Texas is finally doing something about COVID and putting some restrictions on. It's taking a while. Yeah, yeah, they're they're attacking the the the, the immigrants being bust out of the state. Yes, very nice of them. <laughs> All right, we got you, Chris. Thank All you so right. much. Bye. Thanks for calling. Always very appreciative. Uh, Cindy, you're on the mark. Thanks for calling. I just want to say I support the uh, allowing the Afghans in, who helped the United States in uh, the war in Afghanistan to be brought to this country for their personal safety. Of course, this is going to represent a strain on local services, state services, federal services, because these people don't speak the language and will be required, we, the local folks, will be required to pick up the bill for providing translators. Um, It will mean that we will have to provide low-income housing. I don't know where that's going to come from since we don't have enough low-income housing already and we're allowing this flood of millions of illegals in who are consuming the low-income housing. I don't know how this is going to uh, help the school districts who already struggle to meet the needs of the children that they serve who are from varied backgrounds, let alone now a new flood of immigrants. But we'll pick up all these burdens, the American citizens, because we engaged in this foreign war that didn't and that should never have happened. The Afghan people never attacked the United States of America, and we should not have attacked them. Yeah, you wonder what's the long. Let's let's get in a little war. We'll th- we'll solve it and then we'll pull out. But you wonder what's the long term impact. Well, here you go. You know the fact that right. you, you had uh, beholden allies who were in danger then and and are now, and you promised to take good care of them. Well, there's an, a billion here, a billion there. Pretty soon, our grandkids are going to be upset. Well, I, it, it's just ridiculous to have created this situation in the first place. It never needed to happen. But here we are, and so we, don't kid yourself, when they settle Afghan people in your community, you will pay for their needs. You will pay for your tax dollars to public schools. You will pay through the higher cost of health care because these folks can't have a job. They don't even speak the language in many cases. So they're yes, going to come yes, and we're going to pick up this place. They're translators. Some are. These, these are allies. These are far, these people are far more open to come to the United States than the illegals coming in. Shut off the border, and this stuff. And, I agree, and the ben. Afghan war. I agree. Maybe you're missing a point of the Afghan war. That was a terrorist ter- nest of terrorists that lived there. That's what we went in for. It wasn't the Afghan people? It was the Taliban we and the terrorists. We write that society, and clearly we could not do that. Well, that's, I, that's a discussion. Right, thank you so much, Cindy. To be continued. Really appreciate the call. Thank you. Thank you, everybody who called in today. Yep. Watch, watch the Olympics. I think we need to another more another week of torture on the TV. You're listening to News Radio 1070 WKOK Sunbury WKOK News Time 10 o'clock.